my first speaking video, I had to make it about Jojo Siwa. It's like, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Like, we wouldn't have missed it. Welcome back to Under Our Roof. I'm Grace or Semler, depending on how you know me. I'm Lizzie. No fake names today. We're it's we're only getting as real as we can be for the entirety of this episode. We we went through some snags this weekend. We had scheduled time to record the podcast not on a Sunday afternoon, which is right before this should be reaching your darling ears. Typically, I think a lot of y'all listen to this on Monday. I know that's when the episodes come out. But we had planned on recording this a lot earlier, and life got in the way, and then life really got in the way. Our past 24 hours have been... What did you say? You just said it's an adventure. That's, that's how I that's had how you to think of it, it at some it's point. It's an adventure. Basically, let me paint a picture for you. Right Set now... Set the scene, lady. Well... Imagine a world. (laughs) Right this minute, as we're recording, we are in our bed with our two dogs. Usually our two dogs don't get in the bed at the same time as us. Like, Bunny's not that into it. Bean loves being in the bed. Bunny's more of, like, a dog bed girly. Anyway, it's the middle of the day. We all four of us just woke up. We all, like, collapsed. We took a 30-minute nap. It was a bit more than 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, we took quite a nap. And we are exhausted, but waking up slowly. And now I'd like to imagine a little record scratch. How did we get here? Why are we? <laughs> you may be asking, how did we get here? I mean, I guess it's not that I weird. don't think anyone would see us waking up from a nap on a Sunday afternoon being like, what the hell happened here? No, but the day is just not what I thought it was That's going true. to be. And I actually am not a big napper at all. How often would you say I nap? Almost never. It's yeah. very rare. I love a good nap. A yeah. nap will, re- like this nap, I can feel it right now, <laughs> recharging me for endless activities for the rest of the day <laughs> well you do have some activities. i do i'm going to to a crab boil yeah and i'm i'm gonna be the the bell of the ball at I'm, the crab i have boil. no idea you'll be i'm already thinking about what i'm gonna wear yeah they're not gonna know what hit them anyway how we got here so yesterday saturday we drove down to san diego the reason why we drove to san diego was for an album release show where grace was playing not for one of your albums for flamey grant some of you may know her work on tiktok and if you don't i would recommend that you familiarize yourself with her she is i believe the world's first gospel singing drag queen to release an album. I think it's something like that. She is quite an impressive artist and a very dear friend. We met through TikTok, I think. I know. I think so, too. Brings the world together. Anyway, she just, well, she's releasing an album in a week. It was the album release party last night. And you're on the album. And I am on the album. I am singing a duet with her, a cover of an Amy Grant song. Amy Grant, if you don't know, is basically like the Christian Madonna from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And Flamey Grant, of course, like any icon, any diva, should have a drag persona yeah. who pays homage to that act. Unfortunately, in Christian music, they don't appreciate it as much. But I think that Amy Grant does know about Flamey Grant. And maybe with this album and the success of the album... We can finally, they can finally meet. The two should meet. That would be incredible. Every diva needs to meet her drag performer. Yeah, And so I was there opening the show and being part of the show for Flamey in San Diego. And the good news is that the show was amazing. Got to meet some house guests and we got to meet some people who have been supporting my music 
someone, I got to meet someone who's been listening to my music since well before Preacher's Kid. And that was actually quite moving. I don't know if you're listening, but it was really, really very cool to meet you and hear about how your life has changed as well. And it, the show was great. That's the good news. Yeah. Well, so we got down to San Diego. And if you're not from Southern California, you might not know this, but San Diego and LA are like two to four hours apart with mm. no traffic too. with any traffic could be something like four. four. And in Southern California, there's almost always traffic. So we usually say it's about a three and a half hour drive. We said, no big deal. We'll drive down for the show, have our friend come and stay with the dogs just for dinner time, because that's really how we were going to be gone for. And then we'll come back and hop in our bed that night. We'll just drive back yeah, we were when the traffic drive back is lesser. Saturday night, which I know sounds kind of crazy, but no. like we figure we could always the traffic will be switch gone by off then. drivers. And we just, we've also been gone so much. Like we were gone last weekend in Connecticut. We were in Italy for 10 days. Like we've been gone more than we've been here in the month of September by far. Yeah. So we like didn't want to spend another night away and leave the dogs. Sure. So we were like, no big deal. It's going to be maybe a four hour drive there two-hour drive back, no traffic, NBD, hop in the car, bing, bang, boom, probably about two hours in, and, well, maybe an hour, I would say an hour and a half in. We to our st- drive down there. To our drive down there. Lizzie sort of turns to me, and she's like, huh, it's like, it's a bit jumpy. Do you feel that? I was like, do you feel that? And I was like, it is a bit, it is a bit jumpy. I wasn't, I wasn't really sure what was going on. Mind you, we are in 100-degree weather, and it is stop-and-go stop and go traffic. traffic the entire like, way. we... How I guess it's probably like a hundred miles to San Diego, right? Yeah, it's like a hundred and ten. Okay, like something like that. And it was literally in traffic the entire way for a hundred miles. Yeah. It was crazy. You'd have a stretch of maybe fifteen minutes where you could cruise at about sixty, seventy miles an hour, then we're stop and go, stop and go. And, and yeah, 100 degrees, 101 degrees. It was yes. pretty miz. I mean, we had the air conditioning going, but like the car is like acting weird. And for context, this car is like not that old. It's not brand new, but it has like 50,000 miles on it. I feel comfortable it. to share the make and model with it's the a- listeners. It is a 2016 Subaru Crosstrek, as I told AAA and Firestone, and I'm sure you told Valvoline and everybody else that we've spoken to. Yeah. Anyway, the last it's, 24 it's hours. like, yeah, not a spring chicken of a car, but it has like 50,000 miles, which isn't so bad. And we, we've had it since it was brand new. We've always kept it in good condition. It's not like a beat up car at all. No, like, her we were, name is Sally. Her name is Sally. We she were, drove us to Alaska. She's a reliable she's car. She's very reliable. We were very like, whoa, what's we're like, going Sally, on? like, Sally, what's going on? And yeah, the car, it, it feels like, it kind of felt like there was like a little earthquake in the car, like rumbling underneath. But we didn't hear anything. None of the lights were on. It was just like jumpy. It was and just we jumpy. It was like, and is- especially in the stop and go, it would kind yes. of like surge a little bit. And then yeah. we'd get jolted. And then when I really was like, ooh, something's off, was then when we were cruising, when it was one of those 15-minute smooth patches, no stop and go traffic. And it was still kind of like bumpy stuff was happening. And I just remember being like, God damn it. Like, please, just yeah, we were like, at that point, I was like, on? just let us get to San Diego. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a transmission fix that we yeah, could we just. Yeah, we thought it was the transmission. We also know nothing. Of, you have to know something. We know nothing about cars. We're not that like, type you, of We're lesbian. not that type of lesbian. Like, yeah. you could not find two people that honestly know less about cars yep i'm not proud of that all the pranks where it was like they changed my wiper fluid and they cost and they like call uh cost me fifty dollars oh, yeah. have y'all seen that? okay so basically it's like it was a trend i think like on tiktok a, a couple years ago yeah where it was like call your dad and say like dad they just charged me like 150 dollars to change my wiper Oil. fluid 
No, oil is sometimes that much. I don't think oil is that much. It's like $80 usually. And then there's probably something else that you need. But windshield wiper fluid is like $20 maybe. Anyway, there's this trend of like, call your dad and like record what he said. And people's dad would be like, like, you need to call the police. (laughs) But like someone could easily scam me. Oh, if I went to Valvoline and they were like, oh, it's going to be like $1,000. I would probably like... I mean, obviously, that's a lot of money, but I would not be like, my first thought wouldn't be scam. I would be like, wow, cars be are like, expensive. Dang, this is rough. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, wow, it really was jumpy. Yeah. So we make it to San Diego. Car is jumpy. Right when we pull in, is that when the check engine light? No. No. So you basically drop me off for sound check. Yeah. So we have to get Grace's sound check. So we drop Grace off for sound check. Then I take the car. Grace has been driving. I take the car and I'm like, I'll go to Valvoline. There's one that's like two miles away. Valvoline, if you don't know, it's like a place where you can get your oil changed, but they can also just like look at stuff. They can like look under the hood and like help you, basically. They're very nice. In it's my a experience. very sort of um like a drive-through type of car help. It's yeah. not a mechanic, but no, it's the, car help. Yeah. I pull up and I'm like, I think something might be wrong with my transmission. I also needed an oil change, not like badly. I was still under the mileage, but yeah, it was like might as well just get the oil changed and look at stuff. And I said, Oh, and my check engine light came on um while and this other light came on too the light where like the car there's a light with the car and then like the swervy tracks coming off of the car do you know what i'm talking about kind of yeah that came on yeah Mm. lights are coming on i'm like oh god like and i'm alone at this point like i leave grace i'm alone and i'm kind of indisposed because i'm in sound yeah so i drive to valvoline i'm like trying not to freak out i'm like hi um I think there might be something wrong with the transmission. Like, I was driving, and it was, like, kind of jumpy, and then now the check engine light's on, and they're kind of like, I would like to set the scene a little bit more. Lizzie is in her evening dress that she'll be wearing to the show, (laughs) which is a beautiful dress. I hope that maybe there's a photo on your story or something that you can share when you share the episode. You have nothing with this dress. Such a cute dress. I'll probably wear it again. I can't imagine how out of sorts you looked pulling up to valvoline being like oh yeah. you just did not look like a bitch who would know about a car no and of course i have to be like i just drove down from la because i want to explain not that we should judge a book by its cover obviously but i'm saying that lizzie in her little like sundress no. looking like a little north carolina peach well i guess it's a georgia peach but they have peaches in north carolina too yes a delicious little north carolina peach getting ready to go to see a drag show was not looking like the girl who was going to be able no, to handle were, an engine malfunction. They were very nice, though. They were just like, okay, we'll check everything out. So they changed oil. They changed the engine filter, air filter, which needed to be changed. And they're, like, looking at different things. I was like, I, I kept asking about the transmission because I don't know why, but I felt like that, like, jumpy feeling was, like, a transmission thing. I don't mm-hmm. really know why I thought that, but I did. And they were like, no. They were like, yeah, I mean, you could do your transmission fluid, but, like, Basically, they were like, that shouldn't be why your check engine light's on. So then they do that. They're Anyway, they I don't even want to go into all of it because it's stressful. But basically, there's like a sparks plug issue. And I mean, the car just needs an engine tune up. Essentially, there it's not like catastrophic, but like there's something wrong. And they were like, and I said, so I'm supposed to drive back to L.A. tonight. Um, what should I do? Like, is there a mechanic? And they said, basically... This always seems to happen on a Saturday night, but there's basically no mechanics till Monday, but maybe you can try to go to Firestone in the morning and I would not drive back to LA tonight. And I'm like, awesome. Cool. Cool. We're three hours from home. Don't know what to do. So 
I quickly go on Hotel Tonight. That's a site where you can go and if you need a hotel room like that night and if just If you need a hotel tonight, tonight then, check out Hotel Tonight. Yeah. And it'll have like reduced rates because places just want to fill a vacancy basically. So I get a hotel like a couple miles from where the show was. I go to Walgreens while Grace is in the sound check and I buy underwear because we had nothing. I was not planning on no. spending the night. I didn't even bring a phone charger. Grace had one, thankfully. Um, but I get toothbrushes, I get like some face wash, some toothpaste, I get some underwear for both of us because I was like, I can't deal with wearing the same underwear for like two days. The I, venue had dinner for us. Yeah. Well, I should say also, so there was this one very, very nice person who was playing bass for Flamey, mm-hmm. like who was in the band for the show. And I had run into her in the venue when I was dropping Grace off for soundcheck and we were like, hi, hi, like said hello exchange names and stuff and then as i'm across the street there thankfully there was a walgreens across the street from the venue um or the bar where the show was and so i duck in there i'm like amazing let me just get some underwear let me get some essentials because we're spending the night like at this point i don't know what to do it's like 8 p.m or like 7 p.m on a saturday night i'm like we better start prepping to stay over and so i need some stuff so then i'm like buying underwear and i run and the same very nice sweet person who was the bass player for Flamey, happened to, like, run up to... Just was like, oh, hello again, and, like, steps into line right behind me, right as the cashier is, like, scanning the underwear. (laughs) So I felt like I need to explain myself so she wasn't like, are you having a problem? Like, you... What Lizzie said is, like, I didn't want her to think that I was, like, shitting myself, (laughs) and that's why I was getting all this, like, spare underwear right before the show. Yeah, so I explained the predicament. So then, the story is so long, but... We can shorten it. Because we can then we can move on to some other things we want to touch yeah. on for this episode. The show was great. The show was amazing. Show went awesome. Go back to the hotel. It's definitely a party hotel. Oh but yeah, a really fun party hotel mm-hmm. that we ended up staying at. The Uber driver turned on Christian music as soon as yeah, we got K- in. Caleb was playing K-Love. in the car on the way, which was funny. And it reminded me of this Bane quote. In fact, I almost tweeted this out. So let me see if I can find my. How do I find my drafted tweets? Because I would like to. I didn't end up tweeting it, but I'll just say it for for y'all. Um, Uber driver sizes me up and plays Caleb. And for those of you who have seen The Dark Knight Rises, this is what Bane says. Me, oh, you think Caleb is your ally, but you merely adopted Caleb. I was born into it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but blinding. Does anyone remember that? Anyway, that's that was like last night after I'm so tired from the show. We're just dealing with this car trouble, and the Uber driver, like, puts on Caleb. And this, I was like, already playing when we got in. No, it wasn't. Really? She turned it on. <gasps> That's what blew my I mind. We were driving, that. and she, like, looked back and clicked on the radio. Oh, God. Wow. Anyway, it's fine. It's whatever. I, I didn't mean. notice that. I was so out of it. Well, so we ha- we left the car because I didn't want to unnecessarily drive it when this sitch was going on. So we found, like, a side street near the venue where we could park the car overnight like, there was a lot of problem solving going on, is what I'm trying to yes. explain. So then we... Wake up this morning. We go to the venue, or we go to the hotel, we sleep. We actually, like, got a good night's sleep. Woke up at, like, 7 a.m. to go to the Firestone when it opened at 8. Did some major problem solving on the phone with a bunch of different emergency mechanics, including Firestone and AAA, and made sure that we were able to get the car in drivable condition to get back to Los Angeles in a timely fashion, which is what we did. 
and we got back to LA. <laughs> we still need to do some. The major to the tune-up car. still needs to happen, because but we were able to get home. I don't know if anyone listening is a car mechanic. Somehow, I doubt it, but maybe. And if you are, I am impressed because I think that's a really intense and skilled job. Very but noble profession. Very noble profession. But what I would say is million, multi-million dollar idea, some mechanic to be open on a Sunday because there was literally nothing. Or to at least like prioritize in the way that Bucky's, the gas station, prioritized clean bathrooms and then it became like the biggest gas station in Texas. If Pet Boys or Firestone really prioritized availability on a weekend when people have problem like they're like we are the weekend warrior mechanics like when your your car breaks down like we're on a weekend we are going to be there to help you also on weekdays too but like we were really struggling to find people to help us on a sunday and i understand really that it is struggling. the day of rest but i think that for people again we would have we're not st- stranded we were in a major metropolitan area we're in san diego but it, you do feel so far away and our friend was staying with our dogs. She thought I was. She thought she was staying with the dogs for like a couple hours, and evening. we're like, spend the night. I know bitch. she ended up sl- sleeping over, which I'm so thankful for. We like called her this morning, talked her through our coffee maker. She fed the dogs. I'm very very so good friend. Thankful. She's the best. And um, Darren's sister, actually, yeah. for any of you, I feel like Darren is like part of is like canon, yes. like podcast canon. So is Darren's sister. Yeah, we love Darren's sister. We love her whole family so much. Anyway, Darren's sister slept over with the dogs being, like, burrowed under the covers with her. And it all worked out. We are home now. But now we have to, like, get the car towed, probably, because I just don't want to drive it anymore. I mean, we were, like, praying that we just got back to L.A. And we did. But now we're, like, I don't want to drive unnecessarily at all. I think we're going to have the car towed to Subaru and then be, like, Subaru, please do everything and everything will be fine yeah but we thought given the predicament given the saga that we went through that we would touch a little bit on in this episode just to try and give you some oh my gosh get ready to have a drink meat and potatoes (laughs) for the episode we want you to have a nutritious diet oh you know you have to have some meat and potatoes in there one of the best meals we've had recently was meat and potatoes potatoes. i made steak frites on um Friday night. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was really good. Would definitely say. make it again. Would put the fries in earlier and longer. I know. The fries could have been okay. crispier, but we were very hungry. They were still crispy, but they could have been crispier. Yeah, we were just like ready to eat though. So lady, we were going to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about our understanding of stress as it relates to this situation, how we handled it. Mm-hmm. And in general, I would say I was really proud of us because I think when you're thrown a curveball like that, especially when you're thrown a curveball that is so different from the expectations and the continuation of the moment that you're in. So for example, what I mean by that, our expectation, we're going to drive to the show, drive home tonight, no big deal. And then also the continuation of the moment is Lizzie is dealing with car trouble by herself while I'm in soundcheck. Like I, and I can't not do soundcheck. I cannot do this show. Certain things need to happen as well as this new stressful situation needs to be resolved. What I think we did really well was I think we kept a very level head as we troubleshooted and problem solved each of the closed doors that we were being presented with. Yeah, I think so, too. I feel like you could either go one of two ways. Either you would agree, like, this is very stressful, or you're like, okay, a bunch of babies, like, if you're going to be driving a vehicle, you should not be so unable to figure things out. Although we did figure things out, but like... 
You know what I mean? I, I mean, I would envy someone who could have like an engine malfunction in a city where they don't live in and just be like, well, is what it is. Like, I'm Lana Del Rey in the Ride music video, <laughs> and I only know the kindness of strangers, and I live on my own, you know, accord, and nothing matters, blah, blah, blah. Like, we, something no, does agree. matter. Like, we have we have pets at home, yeah. and we have responsibilities that we need to get back to, and we don't live in Los Angeles. And we don't live in San Diego. We don't, oh, yeah, we don't live in San we Diego. Do in we Los do. Angeles. Oh, my God, we so do live. I was so, once we got back to L.A., I was like, I love L.A. so much. Nothing wrong with San Diego, by the way. No, no, no. It's not just, San Diego. It's not fault. where we, it's not where we live. we felt very stranded in San Diego, so we were just like, we just want to be in L.A. Anyway. I feel like the situation was objectively pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. Maybe most people would agree, I would hope. And I do think we handled it well because when I get in a situation like that, I hate being in situations like that. And I don't like stress. I don't think anybody does. But I will say I very much get in like a one foot in front of the other, one problem at a time kind yeah. of mindset and not if there's actually a crisis, which this is like kind of a crisis, then I get very much in the mode of like, what am I trying to say? Well, I, th- I think we both tend to be pragmatic. Yeah. And I think we both were immediately, and this is where I was really proud of us for really remaining level-headed and still having fun at the show. Like still, we did, yeah. you know, being able to, we didn't carry the stress with us for the entirety of our time in San Diego, even though it was always looming. But I think we both pretty early on were like, okay, this is happening. We need to accept that this is happening. So let's let's make a priority list of we need to stay somewhere tonight. We would like to stay in a hotel. It's just easier to check in, check out. Not that there aren't kindness and people who we probably could have stayed with, but that includes socializing and other factors that you might just not really want to have and they might live a bit further out we want to stay somewhere close to the venue close to the car let's find a place to rest our head let's make a list of the closest fire stones within you know five to ten miles of where we are right now let's you know fire out as many phone calls as we can to emergency mechanics and i thought we were really good at just almost immediately like mission control like have we done this have we done this have we done this then when it came time when we were like all right we have exhausted everything that we can do here in san diego so what we need to do now is just get the car back to la i think both of us were like all right we can do this we feel empowered it doesn't help to be stressed at another person so let's just pump each other up and think really positively and just get ourselves home like i think we remained very optimistic despite being faced with a lot of like bad news that's what i was proud of like we were we'd get a lot of bad news and a lot of bad phone calls and we'd be like absolutely yes thank you so much for that thank you (laughs) thank you for that (laughs) for sure fire like just firestone especially was just like they'd tell us to go to the other person and then the other person would tell us to go to the person that we just spoken to and it'd be like yep absolutely we look forward to speaking to the person we just spoke (laughs) to again i know and like i get that maybe somebody else would have been like no you should keep pushing and say like I just talked to them like you need to direct me to somebody else but at some point you're kind of like this is the other piece I would say you're kind of like this isn't actually anyone else's problem and I think that is a good realization in these scenarios Mm. like yes people will be kind and help you like honestly out of this is maybe is this episode secretly sponsored by Valvoline because the, oh, I would love that sponsor, Valvoline. The kindest people throughout this whole or- ordeal were definitely the people at Valvoline. They were so nice. I showed up like 
30 minutes before they closed and they helped me and they were like giving me recommendations and like helping me feel better. So people will be kind. I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but at the same time, you can't, when you have a problem like that, you have to recognize like it's really not anyone else's problem. Yeah. Like you have to solve it and getting mad at somebody that can't help you really won't help like people will do their best to support you in the capacity that they can but if they don't like if someone's like our earliest availability is tuesday which is what we were hearing which a is lot. yeah which is what we were hearing a lot what does it help for us to be like well this is supposed to, you said you could help us today and they're like well because in their brain they're like well i am helping you today to set an appointment yeah. for tuesday <laughs> yeah so it just doesn't help to get stressed so i would i say that the learning lesson from the situation that i would impart on a listener and maybe just to reinforce within us is that we can be good problem solvers and i'm proud at how we kept our wits and our optimism about us despite what was very painstaking yeah and then i would also like to pitch what we were going to talk about this episode if i may oh yeah this is a totally different this is not i want to do a full episode on this so i'm gonna pitch it and then y'all let us know if you're interested and we'll do it next week if it's still relevant. But time is moving very fast. Yeah. And so I don't know how much of this is still going to... Well, I think it's always kind of relevant. But why I was thinking about this, you know, it's no secret that there's been a lot of TikTok lesbian drama. Again, if you're not familiar with it, just, I don't know, type it in. It should pop right up. And it reminded me of a theory that I have long held or maybe... um it's not a theory. It's like a code of conduct. <laughs> Is it a code of conduct on the internet? A little bit? A little bit about certain types of news stories or online drama. And my code of conduct is this, is that the internet is a lot of the times a test. And sometimes you can fail the test. And we're all taking the test if you're on the internet. At any time, the test could come to you. This is not to say about pertinent issues where it is important to use your platform to speak on things. But a lot of times it's not a pertinent issue and people still want to like speak on things. And that is the test. And you can, you can, Hey, you can pass the test for sure, but you can also really fail the test. Like I've seen a lot of people being like, a lot of my followers have been asking me to comment on insert lesbian celebrity name insert lesbian celebrity name and then typically i wouldn't do it but in this situation i feel like i should and, I'm, and i've seen so many videos i'm like why do you feel like you should maybe you yeah. shouldn't maybe it was a test and maybe you actually don't need to talk about it well we've been talking about this concept between the two of us for much longer than any way longer much longer than any current pop news situation more what we have been talking about is just how well you know the video that was like went kind of viral and you actually i think met the person at like a show who made the video but it was like guys we don't need any more hot takes oh yeah yeah we already got all no, the ones so we funny. need yeah i forget like, oh guys we did it we've had enough hot takes yeah that's and, it we don't need any more and again this is so different than like speaking on a situation that you think could deserve to be amplified but i think it's very different when people like a good example to me, there's two recent examples, the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial and Queen Elizabeth dying. I don't think <laughs> oh I'm gosh. not saying that there isn't something worth commenting on if you actually have something that you think is helpful. But a lot of people comment on things that they shouldn't comment on and then they 
Like it's just a bad take. And, and it's and it's like a it's a test. That's yes, why I'm it's like a the, test. Like it's you a, failed the test by commenting on this at all. Because I guarantee you that in those two like pop culture scenarios, there were voices and perspectives that you could have amplified that people were not getting on their feeds as much as if you were to amplify them. But instead, you would like to regurgitate something that you heard from someone else because you just want to have your take out there i don't know i'm not really sure i'm not really sure why people are very quick to lose the test i know that it's like the test is like some topic being presented to you on a silver platter and you just like reach out and take it and the question is are is like are you the person who should be saying something yeah who who should be saying something does anyone need to hear from you about is this this? is this important for you to share your take or i think with like adam levine as well like is sure that's another great is this a good time for you to and and it might here's the thing it might be it might might literally be like oh my gosh yes i am studied in this i am an expert in this i have lived experience about this i would like to step up to the mic to the open mic and say my piece but it does almost remind me of like i used to do uh stand-up open mics when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was doing stand-up comedy a bit, and they would always say, like, if you don't have anything prepared, don't take time away from the room, because mm-hmm. other people might be wanting to work on material they prepared. But over and over again, people would just get up on there that had no five or ten minutes that they did not have anything prepared, and, and they'd say they didn't have anything prepared, but they just didn't want to give time back to the room. They just wanted to have, like, they just wanted to literally blather into a mic for five or ten minutes. And it's very similar to when people lose what I refer to as the internet test. When it's like, why are you talking about Queen Elizabeth and her significant and her significance to whatever, like the British people? Like why are you British? Like, why are you here? Like, why are you on the mic right now? Put it down. And it's the same thing with like lesbian drama. Like, are your qualifications just that you are a lesbian? Like who, no one needs to know. Do you know these people? Like, do you have anything pertinent? Is it in your line of work to cover these types of issues? No. If you're, (laughs) if typically you're just doing like thirst traps and dances, then it's not a great time for you to be like, my first speaking video, I had to make it about Jojo Siwa. It's like, you didn't. (laughs) You didn't. Like, we wouldn't have missed it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's our hot take is that there needs to be less Less. hot takes, (laughs) but people can disagree with us. Like, just because we're saying this in a very, like, sure of ourselves tone does not mean that we're right we just think we're right but we could not be yes and that's my pitch for another episode i will go into the internet test in in depth and maybe if you write to us at underourroofpod at gmail.com then we you know we can have a discussion before we go into the episode if you think it's worthwhile but otherwise we'll do something different i just wanted to share that's what we were going to talk about before subaru sally decided to have a a little a menti b a menti b um also we were gonna very briefly talk Mm -hmm. about um, right so this tuesday i will be announcing um a list of shows in the midwest for scorpio season it's going to be in november for about a week i will be performing i think in milwaukee on my birthday yeah and it's some of my favorite cities that i got to perform in with the Reliant K Tour. So those dates are going to be coming out on Tuesday. Please, like, tap in. I would love to see you. It's really going to be some small venues, but I'm excited. It's going to be intimate. We're going to... Basically, every show is also going to be some form of a meet and greet, if we can do so safely with the health 
precautions and everything. And then also in October on the 18th, I will be part of the New Faces Showcase at the basement in Nashville. And it is happening at the exact same time as the Dove Awards, which you may know are the Gospel Music Awards that um, very kindly said, please no uh, to me and my Best Artist nomination. Uh, they were like, please do not come. But I am still going to go uh, to Nashville on the same night. And so we're having a bit of a protest show on October 18th. It's free. It is a free show in Nashville. If you can get your ass to Nashville, 30 minute set, there are going to be some special friends of mine that are going to be coming through to support. It is going to be like, I want it to be a night for the books, like a packed night. Do people get tickets because it's free or like, do you just show up? I think you can, the best way for you to get tickets, honestly, is to go on the basement website. So look up the basement Nashville, go to the new faces night on October 18th. That's the best way to secure your tickets because we've been routing it through my website, but I don't think it's as reliable just because it's a free show. I don't know how they're keeping, yeah, yeah. how they're keeping tally of that. So that's what I would recommend. But October 18th in Nashville, and then keep your eye out for the November dates. It's like mid-November for the Midwest. I am really excited to see you. We are also finishing up some new music and LA. Don't worry. I have something very special. Um, You know, I love this city so much and we do have a very, very special show that will be announced later on um, in December. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for hanging with us. Thank you for uh, letting us trauma dump. It's just not, not a trauma. It's just yeah. A I mean, nothing traumatic happened. We were very lucky, and we feel very blessed that we did not encounter any yes. actual trauma. Nothing happened. No one was hurt. And, but it's stressful. And while this episode was not brought to you by Valvoline, <laughs> Valvoline under our roof pod at gmail.com Valvoline call us call us we love you <laughs> and we will see you next week for a brand new episode of under, under our roof I love you my dear in a sweet old fashioned way my love for you is constant and new no matter the change or the age As we both